You're listening to the Longbox Crusade, Crusader Chronicles, Episode 1, featuring an Action Comics issue from April 1972. Welcome to the first episode of the Longbox Crusade, Crusader Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Pat Sampson. Crusader Chronicles is a spin-off podcast that will journal the comic book issues read chronologically by their release date from my comic book collection, either in digital, in a trade, or from the many longboxes stashed away in my basement. Each episode will provide short recaps, reviews, and ratings for the issue or issues for that release date. Sometimes I will be joined by fellow podcasters and friends, or sometimes it just may be me alone. The goal is to keep me actively reading through my collection. The main Longbox podcast will be changing the format to find out what's in your Longbox. Each episode and random date and year is chosen, and then each host will bring an issue from their Longbox from that random date and year. We will continue to do the normal segments of covering the ads, movies, and music from that time period and the issue review will be more detailed. We still have a few upcoming episodes of the old format to release, so stay tuned for that new format, as it will be the same fun you have come to expect from us. Joining me this episode are Jared Albrecht, the yard sale artist, and his brother Jason Albrecht, my co-host from our main podcast, The Longbox Crusade. Now before we get started with this episode's issue, let's take a quick podcast promo break. My name is Bob Fisher, and I host a podcast called Superman Forever Radio. In every episode, I'll take an aspect of this character's long history and talk about it, from 1938 to the present day. From the comics, TV shows, movies, cartoons, Superman has been part of my life for over 50 years. And if you'd like to know why, join me for each and every episode of Superman Forever Radio. So point your favorite podcatcher to Superman Forever Radio. That's Superman Forever Radio. SupermanForever.com This issue's comic from the long box is Action Comics number 413 with a release date of April 27th, 1972 and a cover date of June 1972. I'm going to give a brief overview of this issue and what's all in it, taking the information from mycomicshop.com. And in there, it states that this is the last 52-page giant cover by Nick Carty. In there, there are several different stories, uh, three to four stories in here. Uh, The first one is covering Superman, the voodoo doom of Superman, scripted by Leo Dorfman, pencils by Kurt Schwann, inks by Murphy Anderson, and the quick synopsis is that Dr. Mister uses a voodoo doll made with souvenirs of Superman to eliminate Superman's powers. One by one, when Luther hears of the doll, he joins Mister, who is actually Brainiac in disguise. Then there's a short little humor page of Super Turtle, and that's done by 
Henry Boltanoff. Also, then there's a classic reprint of The Man Who Destroyed Eclipso. This is a script by Bob Haney, art by Alex Toth. And a little quick synopsis on that is Mona discovers that her boyfriend, Bruce Gordon, is actually Eclipso. Bruce decides to meet an old friend, Judson Randall, and he finds him apparently imprisoned within a luminous blob. Then there's another humor page with a Super Smiles, and that's by Henry Boltonoff. And then the last story in the issue is The Seven Sins of Simon Stagg. This is starring Metamorpho, scripted by Bob Haney, pencils by John Kalnan, inks by Murphy Anderson. Quick synopsis is that Simon Stagg's old college roommate, Ulysses Bronson, invites Stagg and company to see his creation, Morality Mountain, which includes statues of three of the seven deadly sins. To hear more about this issue and more deeper coverage, you can take a listen to an upcoming episode of The Longbox Crusade, where we cover this one more in detail. But with that, let's go ahead and do a quick rundown of of our thoughts on this. First, is this was this a first reread or a reread for everyone? For me, it was my first read through. How about we'll start with Jared? Um, yeah, this was a first read for me as well, Pat. Okay, Jason. Yeah, same. Uh, I, this was uh, a little bit before my time. I was only like one year old when this this came out. So, so yeah, first time for me. It was before my time as well too. So. Uh, let's do some quick highs. Jason, what's your high? Um, well, I was really, I, I was kind of pleasantly surprised at the complexity of the story, particularly the, the first, uh, story that, um, the, the core story there about the, the voodoo, uh, Superman. I, I really like the twist, um, that it was, that it turns out to be uh, brainiac. I think that, uh, it was it was surprisingly com- uh, a, a little more complex than what I anticipated. So the story was actually very interesting. I liked it, and I thought the art was really good too. I, I really um, I, I like the uh, the complexity of the of the pencils. I like how it's laid out. Uh, it really serves the story well. Uh, so. Yeah, I think, uh, and and I think uh, that that can be said for most of the, this book. I, th- I thought that the, the the art was really amazing throughout. So, so yeah, really really good story and uh, and good art. Jared, um, highs on this book would I agree with Jason? I, I when I think of these older comics from the '60s and early '70s and, and pretty much early '70s and and back, I. I I tend to think of them as a little bit more goofy and not very complex and very surface level and very for kids. But all throughout, all, all the stories in this issue, like Jason said, the Superman story was more complex and interesting than I thought. I was uh, really entertained by the Eclipso and Metamorpho stories, because uh, mainly because those, are, those characters are sort of like outlier characters for me that I don't know a lot about. I'm just sort of vaguely aware of them. So it was, they were very um, kind of weird and zany, but in a good way. It definitely, I felt like I was just reading a, a whole bundle of fun from the 70s. Good. Um, I think I'll just kind of piggyback off of those. Your guys' two highs there, too. I d- definitely enjoyed the Superman one. I was presently surprised with the twist of it being Brainiac. Um, and then I uh, enjoyed the Eclipso, not knowing a lot about too much about Eclipso, uh, besides my uh, reading of The Darkness Within. 
uh, event that was uh, later done through the annuals of DC, um, but I never really ventured deeper into that uh, of Eclipso. I also liked Metamorpho, who I didn't really know much much about either, but the story was was good as well too. And now I understand a little bit more of what's happening and and who he's about. Uh, for I think that'll help me in further uh, issues going. You know, as we go, as I have some issues that do contain him in them. Uh, what about Lowe's, Jared? Um, I don't have a lot of Lowe's. I think all the art was good. The stories were fun. Zany. I guess that just sort of on the flip side of, of zaniness and characters that I don't quite understand is I was still left scratching my head a little bit with questions about uh, Metamorpho, like why mm-hmm. he hangs out with his arch villain. <laughs> Apparently, uh, you know, well, we know why, because if his Arjun yeah. has a super hot daughter and he's, you know, there together. Any, but that was just like really weird. And we talked a lot about that at length on the uh, on the Longbox Crusade episode that everyone should check out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like yeah. kind of the same thing with Eclipso. It, it was uh, a lot of fun, but like I still don't quite understand Eclipso. And I mean, you can't really put that on the shoulders of a of a single issue that's not even a single full issue it's a backup story in a superman book um so my only downside was there's still like kind of a lot of, a lot of scratching of my head when i was done but it, it didn't keep me up at night how about you jason uh i really could have done without the super turtle and the super uh, super <laughs> smiles I, I i just thought that was it seemed really disjointed i mean the i this book book was i would call it i'd call it a pretty dark book actually um from the first story to the eclipso story to the um to the metamorpho story i mean there there's there's definitely a, a you know kind of a creepy vibe to it that's really juxt the these two little shorts little comics in there super turtle and super super smiles really juxtaposes kind of awkwardly against against the the core stories in this book and i realize i'm i'm nitpicking um it's it's definitely you know don't don't let that you know dissuade you from reading this the story these stories but um yeah i'd say that's probably the thing that i found most um most glaring to me yeah i'll throw i'll throw in on that if you don't mind pat (laughs) um No, I, I think, yeah, I think you bring up a good thing. Uh, I, I agree, too, with that, that those... It was a darker, I guess I never thought about that, though. First, It made me kind of wonder if they threw those in there, you know, intentionally to lighten it up so that, you know, yeah. when a parent, mom or dad picks up this comic and kind of flips through it, they can they be like, dang, this is dark, you know? Like, it's just enough to kind of go, there's some silliness in here, you know? Or, I don't know. Yeah. It's a good point, though. Good, yeah. good point. Yeah, I think I, I agree with that point, too, as well. That, too, would have been kind of the lows for me as well, too, is having those issues in there. All right. Let's get to ratings. We'll start with uh, Jared. Go ahead and what what would you rate this? I would rate this issue probably a three. I think it's a solid book. I think uh, people who read... Uh, read and collect Superman should own it. And I even think people who maybe just want to expand their horizons a little bit and try something new from days gone by would really enjoy this issue as well. So I'm going with a three. Jason? I'm going to score it a three as well. I I am not a Superman collector, not not really even honestly a big Superman fan, yet I did enjoy this book. Uh, I think if for no other reason, um, you know, Kurt Swan, that's a, a good reason to, to pick up the book. And we'll go into that more in our long box crusade on this issue. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. 
<laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, it's something that, uh, like I said, wouldn't tra- wouldn't normally follow. Wouldn't have have read this book if not if not in preparation for this uh, podcast. Uh, but am glad that I did. So solid three stars from me. All right, and I will echo your guys's choice on a three. Uh, definitely a. I thought it was a good issue. Solid book. And I enjoyed it. Um, let me ask you one more thing. Has this piqued your interest in continuing reading more action or Superman comics? Would you, you know, would you find them in the bin or go seek them out? I think, uh, to, since you put it that way, because uh, that's kind of the way I was thinking about it in the back of my head as you were asking the question. Um, yes, I think that, oh, I'm kind of like Jason. I like Superman. I was, I'm not, he's not my favorite. I'm not a huge Superman guy. If I was flipping through a quarter bin or a dollar bin or whatever, and I saw some old Superman, I might pick it up. But now having read this, I'd be more inclined to, to grab it out of a bin. All right. How about you, Jason? Yeah, I think so. I mean, for me, it wasn't so much the uh, Superman that, that interested me in this. It was learning about um, uh, the, the uh, Kurt Swan um the the writer and and artist and uh i think that 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 was really an education for me because because he was somebody that like i said was um was was creating before i was involved in collecting so so i never really made that connection so i think for me you know if i saw his name on something i would probably be more inclined to pick it up and check it out and i think i'll kind of echo that as well too again is uh, having an interest in superman getting to see some of the older uh issues uh before my time i guess um was is was interesting and what how the stories were evolving from then and some of the characters uh, like superman the eclipso and the metamorpho um has definitely piqued my interest um if i see them in a bin i think i'm I, i'd pick some up just to delve into it a little bit more so with that i think uh well, let's move on hey jeff hey mike i'm trailing Man, it sure is great to be back to FCTC after such a long time. Yes, it is, and we've been away so long. Yeah, but real life... And, uh, you know what? I, I just I just can't do this. Can't do what? We have taken more breaks from this show than my wife has had in her entire life. I mean, we can talk about real life getting in the way. Which it has. But it's it's just not fair. So we're not going to joke around, and we're going to simply say that for the moment, we're back, and there's a lot of neat stuff to talk about. Like Season 2 of Lois and Clark. And the death of Clark Kent. And the launch of Superman the Man of Tomorrow. And the return of Lex Luthor. And the trial of Superman. And Underworld Unleashed. (laughs) The show can still be found at the Superman homepage, as well as at the Fortress of Bailitude. And we're still part of the Superman Podcast Network. So From Crisis to Crisis is back. For now. And it will still come out on Thursdays. Most week at www.fortressofbailey2.com, www.supermanhomepage.com, or www.supermanpodcastnetwork.com. Welcome back from the break. Well, that's going to be it for this first episode, so be sure to check out the website longboxcrusadechronicles.blogspot.com, where posts will be made for journaling this crusade. 
I want to thank both Jared Albrick, the yard sale artist, and Jason Albrick for being on this episode. You can find and follow Jason on Twitter at Jason underscore Albrick and also on Facebook under Jason Albrick. You can find and follow Jared on Twitter at Yard Sale Artist and also on Facebook under Jared Albrick, the Yard Sale Artist. Jared can also be heard on the following podcast on the White Rocket Entertainment Network. On Her Majesty's Secret Podcast, Quantum Leap Rewatch, and Babylon 5 Rewatch. His upcoming art appearances will be at the Epicon in Albany, Georgia on August 19th, 2017, and Dragon Con in Atlanta, Georgia, September 1st through the 4th of 2017. You can also find and follow me on Twitter at Longbox Crusade and also on Facebook under Pat Sampson. Thank you for listening, and we hope you have enjoyed this first episode of the Crusader Chronicles. You got a comment or question? Email us at contact at longboxcrusade.com or leave a comment on the Longbox Crusade Facebook or Twitter page. Until next time, take care and please join us for the next episode as we continue on the crusade to read them all. songs, song clips, and characters discussed are copyright of their respective copyright holders, and no infringement is intended. We make no money on this podcast, and it is for entertainment purposes only. We are just fans that like to share our love of comics. Do you not read my emails? You gotta let me know you sent an email. (laughs) (laughs) And you gotta contact him via email to let him know he's got an email. (laughs) Really? You don't? (laughs) I need that writing. (laughs) Fine, I'll mail you a letter. Check your email. Yeah, I'm so disregard story, yeah. what previous Jason said. <laughs> previous Jason's an idiot. Keep doing, keep yeah. doing it this way. When did you send the list? But it was... <laughs> <laughs> I got jokes, jokes. Damn it. Why, why did I even send this to you guys? <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I just didn't. Yeah, yeah I'm sure I you just do. didn't see it till well, now. <laughs> You you are in charge of ideas. All right, send me some money then. <laughs> Do you accept Monopoly money? Yes. Or car wash tokens? <laughs> coupons? You send me some or coupons? coupons? <laughs> yes, I do take coupons, by the way. Coupons for restaurants that aren't in your area? Sweet White Castle coupons. <laughs>